Welcome to another episode of Not Your Normal Books. Uh, my name is Kalen. How are you guys doing today? Uh, we've got our fourth and final guest with on, on us today, and she has a little helper with her as well. Uh, my friend, one of my best friends, Sam Harpering. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. So <laughs> you have your daughter, little Miss Olivia, and Olivia is how old now? Eight months on Sunday. Yeah, our future little Twihard fan here is ready to go, getting her early start. <laughs> now, are you going to push her more towards Twilight or Harry Potter or both? See, I feel like it's very crucial to do both. I'm like, you know, like I think Harry Potter is a better start point. I don't know. Like I started obviously Harry Potter first, but like there's such different worlds she needs to be aware of, you know, so probably both probably start with like Harry Potter though so how when did you read the first Twilight book was it when it first came out a couple years later my mom so she was still buying my books then so what was that like middle uh, school first, first book came out in 2005 if I remember this correctly it's like 2005 okay. so like so, it would have been like late middle school or late elementary school early middle school for us I remember it clearly because it was one of the first books I read myself. Like my mom and I would read books together. And then she started like, just that was the first book she bought me that was like, we're, you're going to read this on your own. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like popular really yet. Obviously I really didn't know much about it. I was kind of like, oh, all right, I'll read it. And I was obsessed immediately. Like, I remember I didn't, I read the first Twilight book. I, I um, borrowed it from the library and I just for some reason I remember reading it and it for I connected with me that it was somewhat like a take on Beauty and the Beast in a way and it, and it felt like that yes but and, like a modern sexy twit like I almost felt like I was too young to be reading it but also like you know yeah, yeah because like what we were 14 or so I think we were time. like eighth grade yeah like 14 yeah. like we weren't driving Oh God! Damn. I don't think I liked boys yet. I don't know. Like it just wasn't. Like, we probably had our first. I'm gonna do quotes. Boyfriends, but yeah. like it was basically just like the whole hee hee. We hold hands. It was. It was kind of like that. It wasn't anything like oh, feelings are were involved in this until we we're we were a little bit older. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I just remember reading like the chemistry between Bella and Edward. And even Jacob and I was just like, this is too hot and heavy. Like I, I'm not prepared for this. I'm not mature enough. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, 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 I talked a little bit of Breaking Dawn with last week's guest, uh, Ripley Prosapina, and and I, we even uh, she even said, and I had this with um, the guest before that, Kate Kroom. Um, they said that like if you go and you read the books now then when you were when you first read them they're a bit cringy now than they were beforehand yeah I can see that because we 
experienced some stuff. Obviously, now we've matured as much as we think we have, I guess. So it, it definitely, I, I'm sure it would be. I feel like the last time I read them, I almost like, not skipped ahead, but I was almost like, all right, I know what happens. Like, this is, you know, let's get to the the more adult good stuff. I don't know. It's, it is funny how your book mind changes as you get older. And I'm sorry, we have yard work going on. <laughs> it's okay. Um, and and the with with Breaking Dawn, you get more into that more adult relationship with them getting married, and here and and this is the one thing that has confused me since first reading Breaking Dawn. Edward is technically dead he's got he's got nothing in his body that's working how can he still produce sperm that is viable i have looked into this actually because i feel like i had a heated discussion with someone and it's it's something that like people don't agree with should have happened in the book like a lot of people think the baby was like almost like a a gimmicky thing like trying to get people to like be more invested because it's not possible like you said he has nothing going on in him. So how did the baby come about? Bella doesn't have enough to keep a whole baby. No, and and most of everyone has probably taken a health and or an anatomy class. And we've learned what sperm cannot produce or cannot stay alive under, what was it, like 94 degrees? Something like that. And then it dies. Okay. Edward's cold as ice. I'm sorry, but if 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 there's just, I, it's something that I don't get. I, and I know this even more now after having a baby of my own, cause I, I sneezed and got pregnant. I didn't realize how, like, it has to be like a perfect scenario. Like I, I guess people get pregnant easily, but like the sperm has to like perfectly enter the egg at the exact time. Like it just, again, you can't add a vampire into it and think that's going to work out. So it is Stephanie Meyer. What's up with that? Like, <laughs> and and Olivia agreed with that I mean her hands were up waving be like I agree she's like mom that's that vampire semen's not real (laughs) and I will say the whole wedding scene both in the book and the movie I believe those were perfectly done 100% and Twilight and Breaking Dawn part one are the only movies that Stephanie Meyer's actually in herself if you've noticed that Yes, because she's in, um, she's one of the guests in the wedding, correct, in the, in the film, and then, and what is she in the first, is she like a, she's a, um, uh, she's a patron of the diner, so she's getting food. That's right, that's right, yeah, I, I do think that was a fun twist to add her in there, but the description of the wedding made me want to get, like, married that way, like, at first I was like, what are they going to do, like, Alice, Alice had a lot more wild ideas, I feel like, in the book, yeah. than in the movie but like they did a pretty good job in the movie to be able I, to like recreate that for the entire movies I feel like Alice got shafted the most she she had in Twilight she had this great backstory which they completely just obliterated from the movies yes she seems like they down they just brought her down to a different level that I don't think they should have in the film and almost did her decent like I feel like that actress could have pulled off a wilder look too that mm-hmm. Alice was described as so I don't really understand why they would do that but I also think they all were hotter in the book descriptions than you know it, it's hard to 
I mean, you've got, I think the book descriptions were like angelic beauty. Who would mm-hmm. name an actor or actress that has angelic beauty besides Angelina Jolie? Maybe Jennifer Aniston, just because she hasn't aged at all, but there's not many. And no. you can't have them playing young 20 year old vampires they can't pull that off so no no, it's right you're you're right and I also feel like the wedding guests like the vampire guests were described as these like holy glowing people and I think they were they were just like you know at the wedding scene it was like lackluster almost with like the guests in the movie yes exactly but I will say the I guess we can still call them guests for later on in the whole fight scene. Then they come back and you're just like, okay, I wish they were at the wedding. So uh, for all of them, let let me ask you this. Who was your favorite throughout the entire series character? Gosh, that's hard. I honestly, for the book or for the movies? Um, Let's do book and then you can do movies. I really loved Jacob in the books. Mm-hmm. I didn't love him as much in the movies. Um, I, but I just thought he would be way more involved in the movies too. Like, I feel like they kind of, it, it was not, especially the first film, he was in what, two or three scenes, I feel like. Like yeah. the prom scene and like a couple random ones. So I feel like his character wasn't as at first described enough. And I really loved... Um, charlie in the movies to be honest like he was like he came out of nowhere in the books he wasn't as big of a thing but he like he was funny uh, he was awkward i don't know i liked charlie a lot it feels like charlie brought that that comedic relief and i have to say the best part about charlie is the mustache like that mu- like i've seen i i cannot remember what uh, billy burke i think is the actor's name um but I've seen movies and TV shows with him and it, and he doesn't have a mustache. I'm just like, you look so much better with the mustache. Please regrow that out. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. I agree with that. I, my, in, in the movies, my favorite character is Seth, who's played by Bobo mm-hmm. Stewart. He, mm-hmm. he is even that very comedic relief. And he's that in the books too. But I feel like in the movies, they have them a little bit more mature than they do in the books. But mm-hmm. my favorite book character is Benjamin. Do you remember who Benjamin is? Oh, the one who controls the, um, the um, oh my gosh, mom brain. The elements, is that him? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. The vampire, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite character in the book, because I'm just like, if I could have any one of their powers, that is what I would want. Because yeah. I'm like, if I'm having a conversation with someone and I don't like them, wall of dirt right there. And I just walk away. <laughs> wall of dirt. Oh, that is, I mean, yeah, that is a good one. And he, he was kind of, I don't remember him being funny or like as likable in the, in the, um, not what am I saying? He wasn't as like talked about as much in the book as I thought he should have been like, that's a major power, you know what I mean? And I thought, I remember, I remember, wasn't he pretty crucial in some of the ending of Breaking Dawn? Like I thought there was a lot more descriptive and he wasn't as much in the movie. Like they, when, they quickly showed him, you know? When they do the, I'm going to do quotes again, fight scene, then yeah, he becomes very crucial, but that doesn't happen in the books at all. Right. And I think like you have all the, I think, 
I'm trying to remember I think from the book they kind of glossed over a lot of their the vampires powers but in the movies they more expand it like they talk most about oh, what was her name was it I don't think it was Kate she was the one that could uh zap oh um the yeah the electricity was it Kate uh, I'm I can't I'm not good at like names because of you because of the baby a phone was ringing I liked her and um the actor she kind of ended up with in the movie Kate like I again I don't remember her being as described in the book as well like she had a lot more part of the movie than I thought the book was which was I kind of liked but I feel like they all should have been more in the movie like they were such a big part in the book and they kind of just quickly you know just glossed over everybody but not as much so I cannot remember I think his name was like Garrett was the character's name something like that but the actor's Lee Pace he was actually in a couple of the um Avengers movies oh um, more, more of Guardians of the Galaxy guy with like the purple mm. and okay Gamora's like brother or something like that okay the um infinity stone of whatever the red one was or no purple one was okay sorry I just watched all of them a couple months back I need to rewatch them because isn't there a new one coming out here soon uh there's another Thor movie coming out and apparently we could see his butt oh <gasps> give yeah. me that Hemsworth butt all day no, like I saw the um I think it was like a preview or something and you got Russell Crowe in it, which I'm just like, eh, whatever. But I, I like Russell Crowe when it was like a Beautiful Mind and, and all of that. But I've just kind of lost interest in him over the years. I think Gladiator was one of my favorite movies of his. Yeah. But um, he just like moves his hand and all of Thor's clothes come right off. And you just see women in the background just faint. <laughs> Uh, he's so like, hot it's like scary how hot he is I know so you're probably you're thinking just like oh he's got a hammer his hand he's got a hammer between his legs oh <laughs> um there's something I'm trying to think of I, I'm getting different books different books and movies mess up in my head I'm trying to think of- well would you like read them all I guess they came out as we like we read them and we had to wait for it to come out yeah, you know versus like, like a year and a half after each other something like that because right. I mean Breaking Dawn was what 900 almost a thousand pages that was a thick I remember waiting in line at the bookstore and being like that is a thick book like yeah. I can't remember if I had bought them or if someone had bought them for me, but I I know I own all of them. I yeah. Remember how I got them? The Harry Potter ones I can remember. The Twilight not so much. I feel like with Twilight too, I had because there was so much time between the books coming out, I reread them before they came out. So I almost felt this like when Breaking Dawn came out, there was like a oh, I have three pretty decent books sizes to read and like you know however long I feel like she also from what I remember it was a rushed publication for Breaking Dawn I think so because wasn't there an edit or something like I thought I remember I bought it right away and then they were like oh there's a new page you have to come it's like something was wrong in it I don't remember 100 percent 
think that at the time, um, I'm trying to think it might, there's a couple different series that were ending around that same time. Harry Potter might've been ending around that same time in Twilight. So you've got, I mean, there were both huge, um, it's a huge fan base mm-hmm. so them fighting over who's going to release first and who's going to get the better numbers um, yeah. so I looked this up last last week or something like that so Breaking Dawn part 2 if I remember this correctly came out in 2011 oh wow okay so I'm going to double check that so I would have been at BG yeah, yeah. So I we would have been twenty. Oh That's no! Crazy. Uh, part. I have two. I'm gonna look it up in IMBD because I'm getting two. Google's giving me two different dates. Is it giving you like the book date and the movie? No, no. Oh. Maybe 2011, 2012. So, IMBD. Okay. So part one came out in 2011, part two came out in 2012. So when we were 20 and 21, basically, is when it came out. And looking at where we are now and how much we've changed since those movies came out, it's kind of just like a lot has happened in in the past 10, 9, 10 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's wild. I was like barely able to buy my movie ticket I remember like all of us like barely had money and we all stuffed ourselves into a car to go to like the midnight premieres that's crazy I know yeah that adds up wow I know the I remember going to go see I saw the first Twilight movie twice um once with my brother Max and then another time with a friend of mine Rhea I don't know if you've met Rhea okay I have um and I just remember for I I feel like up until Breaking Dawn part one all the movies have been kind of really bad acting yes and then after that it's like all the actors matured they finally realized like holy shit this is the last that we're ever going to do of this we need to make this good mm-hmm. I I made the mistake one time of um, watching Breaking Dawn Part Two, but you get, I like that, especially, I think you get to see, even though Seth only comes in in Eclipse, you get to see this big character with him. Say that one more time. I'm so sorry. Olivia was yelling at me. You're good. With Seth only comes in in Eclipse and you get to see this, even though he's only in until Breaking Dawn Part 2, this big grow the character with him where he becomes, he's at first he's a smart ass little kid and then he grows up to be just like, he's still a bit of a smart ass, but <laughs> he's just like, I understand the rights and wrongs of everything because you've got, you've got the pack completely divided on what they're going to do when they find out Bella's pregnant mm-hmm. and it's it's heartbreaking to see but you get to see Jacob move into the man he was supposed to be instead of just kind of hiding behind um kind of Sam in a way like he never wanted to have this and be able to turn into a wolf he never wanted any of this 
right to see him grow into what he was supposed to be it's it's nice seeing this from seeing him and i'm gonna gonna take twilight out of i'm gonna go to um new moon where he actually becomes a werewolf until now you get to see this big growth of change with him throughout the movies and throughout the books as well though i the one thing that i the most cringiest thing with jacob is that he is only attracted to bella because of one egg in her that's it and you're just like now that you kind of think back on it you're just like that's really gross but in the book they described it in a more elegant way the movie it was so like bella freaking out at him for five minutes you know what i mean like it it was described in the book in a way that didn't make me cringe the movie i was like oh oh yeah like no this isn't this is a grown man and that's the thing like they end up together so it's like and and you i i had i feel like i'm in therapy again and every time xena whines because she wants attention and i'm just like i'm having a session <laughs> she just so. wants to give her two cents on on jacob black as well please <laughs> I I had talked with this about with uh, Ripley last week and how when essentially even though um, at the end of the book Renesmee is she's what in her looks to be in at least her 20s mm-hmm. she's still only like I don't know three months old like (laughs) i get it she's completely smart she she has this great intelligence but i'm sorry how is she learning all of her social cues Mm -hmm. can i just say too the fact that they use such terrible um audio or not audio visual um visual effects with the baby in the movie i still don't it's they clearly had the budget why was it so terrible so you know like they make the wolves look awesome but the baby looks like i know they were trying to do like a progression so but I still actually, on on one of the dvd i think on one of the dvds i had a um uh i was watching one of the um special features and they actually go into how they do the progression of the face so mm-hmm. they actually take baby pictures of um what was her name uh Mackenzie Foy oh the, who played their daughter yeah mm-hmm. uh took baby pictures and then kind of superimposed that but I think it depends on what high definition you watch it on because if you watch it on like a 4k oh yeah that's oh that's weird mm-hmm. um but I doing it as a baby, it's it's okay. But once they get older and they do like they add it into it, if you look at what the last picture or what the last frame of her was uh, before she left, and you look at her now, it's the exact same. So the computer mm-hmm. generation that they did, holy shit! Yeah, like, they use some like high tech stuff for it, but it. I, 
I don't know, like you, it almost seemed like back in the 80s, there was better effects of that than than on some movies today. Yeah, I, I just, I remember watching it and being like, come on, this is the third, oh, it was the fourth movie at that point? Yeah, fourth yeah. movie or fifth movie. Let's like, they, like, I just feel like it looked terrible. I just remember being like disappointed because it was, I, I remember waiting a long time for this book and this movie to come out and being like, so I also remember being furious when it was a part one and part two, because mm-hmm. the part one ended on such like a, and I don't know, for some reason, there was a lot of rumors going around that it was not going to be like the book, that there was going to be some surprises, which obviously with the fight, fight scene yeah. and everything. But like, I remember being like, shoot, is it going to like end differently? Are they trying to do a spin here? But yeah, like my with Renesmee growing up my question is because I can't remember when Bella was actually able to get back and hold her I think she was still like baby form but none of them go to the bathroom who potty trained her (laughs) you know that's a great great question Callan Again, I think we need to start like a list of what to mail Stephanie Myers here as like a <laughs> like how did Edward produce sperm <laughs> and and how who um who potty trained Renesme? I'm gonna guess that was all Charlie. But was she also just like half vampire? So it was already like she's ready to go, you know, like was she just perfect to begin with and didn't even need to learn? I don't know, because that's it's weird they never even talk about like changing her diaper or anything that's so true oh and and they say when she's what like three days old she's having full-on conversations and i'm just like no yeah that doesn't add up yeah no that doesn't add up yeah (laughs) i i will say one of like i think one of the funniest scenes in the movie is when Jacob is telling Charlie about um, what he is and he's just like getting naked and he goes this is going into an aspect what I don't like and Jacob mm-hmm. shoves his pants down <laughs> I love when he goes you don't turn into a wolf too do you like I just saw a boy I've known his whole life turn into a very large dog <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god and I I like that for Charlie they I don't remember I don't think they do this in the books but in the movies they get um to start dating um what was her name was it Clearwater um Sarah Clearwater no Leah's the daughter oh right Leah's the daughter so Leah and some of the kids I know I can't like I'm bad with names I had Clearwater that's pretty good yeah yeah, they, I do I do not remember that from the book, that relationship. I thought it was nice that Charlie wasn't alone because I remember there being a lot of like more conversations with Charlie and Bella about like her leaving and him being alone. You know, like her mom had um, the baseball player guy, but to think of Charlie alone kind of broke my heart. Yeah, and, and you know, it it was nice that, you know, he never really moved on from... Uh, from his ex-wife 
from Renee. And it, it was kind of mm-hmm. nice that he didn't do that. But then you're just like, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find it. I know I am. She's the sister of Jacob's dad, right? Is that Clearwater? Yeah. I don't think so. No, because I thought in the, I don't know if it's a movie or the book, but like he makes a joke with, what was her name? Sue. Sue. Oh, that's a great trivia question. I, <laughs> I should have put that in when we played last. What you should have. You should, I'll put it in for the next one and it'll be okay. a given for you. Okay. <laughs> we'll do like a whole, we'll have to do like a whole like movie genre trivia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely josh wants to do it again he was like intrigued that was good i mean there were some hard questions i mean yeah knew that the first vending machine dispensed holy water never would have guessed that in a million years I know where that was right you... Rena, excuse my screaming dog it's fine i can't even hear her okay that's good Zena, you're okay. You're you're okay. You're okay. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about in the movie the fight scene. Okay. So it was all amazing until oh. until you see the death of Seth. Yeah. Then you're just de- then you're just like oh this got really real because like carlisle died and you're just like oh it's sad but you know he's had a long life um jasper hit me too what jasper's death hit me too yeah i'm jasper's had a long life as well so you're just like okay he's 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 lived but then Seth, Seth is what, only 16, 15, mm-hmm. 16, and you're just like, Zena, oh. you are fine. Hi, sweet girl. <laughs> Tuck, you want to say hi to puppy? Tuck's like, no, thank you. I'm sleeping. <laughs> no, it, honestly, it is a really badass scene, but it, I agree with you on Seth. That seeing the life like right like leave his eyes it was just like yeah that was i think that was are you done i think that was the most like heartbreaking part because anytime that we on on other tvs and movies and also in books we always see and hear about the light leaving their eyes and then just to see that you're just like what no Mm -hmm. no 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 that's sad right this is too real now yeah Yeah. but i truly remember like sitting and watching it in the theater for the first time being like oh my god like they really did change the plot like this is oh my god like what like where are they gonna go like it's just it was crazy it had me seconds later you see it's a vision you're just like i hate every single one of you the whole theater i remember just was like (gasps) oh like it was it's okay Libby it's all right like the whole theater was just like oh my gosh that just happened you know yeah um it 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 was one of those 
like you thought it was amazing then you hated it at the same time because yes. it's just like why would you do that to us and and I understand it mm-hmm. but yeah I I rewatch it now knowing what's going to happen okay but absolutely I was traumatized after watching it the first time for sure I feel like there was something else and I knew I should write it down and I didn't because I'm just like I'll remember no we're old Cal and we need to write stuff down now I know I know 30s are really kicking our butts girl (laughs) girl how's 31 like is it is it 10 times worse because I'm feeling it (laughs) I mean 31 I am uh slowly losing my memory um I can't remember what I ate for breakfast and I know I did eat breakfast (laughs) at least you ate breakfast no what are you doing Hi. Hi. <laughs> at least she smiles at me. My own nephew won't. Oh, she, well, she's the queen of smiles. So yeah. she's not, not like most babies with that. Yeah. Well, he saw Zena and he's just like, dog, dog. Well, exciting. Like, he can't say dog. So he just goes, duh, duh, duh. Dog, dog. They also let him roam around naked and he peed on the floor. So. Yeah, I I wouldn't be able to do that. That's they pee like you pee a lot. Yeah, you pee all the time. <laughs> Did you so, poop? Is that what I'm smelling? Good to know. Mom life. <laughs> um, say Olivia was on the same growth frame as as um. Why can I? Renesmee. Yes, Renesmee. I for some reason I wanted to put Charlie's name and I'm just like that's not right um on Renesme, how would you feel about that I feel like it would make me look at life a lot differently because obviously I don't know if we'd have the information if like she you know maybe it's a Benjamin Button situation she's not going to live forever so like mm-hmm. I would feel like I would like change my whole life like I would I don't know find a way to like I mean I'm home all the time but I'd make sure Josh would be home all the time and we'd find a way to like live life to the to the most you know because yeah and I feel like that's been something we've actually learned through 2020 like it's just a little bit more of being grateful for when people are present and when people are with you because it's just not guaranteed anymore and we excuse me I'm trying to talk and we were I was I personally like I remember before 2020 I left parties early and now like I couldn't imagine leaving a party early because I want to live every moment you know what I mean so with that kind of baby I feel like I would definitely be trying to live my life to the fullest yeah I'd also definitely my I actually joked about this with my sister because I was telling her I was going to do this um podcast and she was like I would totally be Alice I would disappear and go find some example of how to like you know make sure she lives forever so the Volturi don't come and try to kill her <laughs> I know like Alice I here's here's the thing Alice needs her own book for I maybe not even her own book, her own like mini series. She mm-hmm. needs that because we need to. I want to go back and more into what her human life was like, uh, maybe like two years before she was turned, and then and then that's because you have this big revelation of who her maker was, and and kind of how she came to be. Mm-hmm. But 
and then everything that she goes through because I want to know about what their travels were like what a great idea for a mini series of literally doing every sibling yeah right like yeah. I know we get a glimpse at Jasper and um uh Rosalie Rosalie and we get but a little bit Emmett, of our not really Emmett, we hear his backstory from Rosalie, how he was uh, a hiker. He was mauled by a bear. She smelled the blood and she carried him back to Carlisle so Carlisle could change him, even though mm-hmm. he was bleeding and covered in blood and she didn't, she didn't try to eat him at all. Right, right. Here's, here's my other question with, with the vampires their teeth they get no fangs that come down how are they biting through fur and muscle and super strong teeth i again i don't know i feel like it's one of the few films that the teeth don't come down with vampires too like every other van housing um you know hotel transylvania (laughs) trying to think of dog at all what can you hear my dog at all? Mm-mm. Okay, good. But it's like one of the few films that don't have the teeth come down. In the books, do they discuss that? I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's kind of funny, but like, but again, maybe they're trying to make them more like humans, you know, in a way or visually. But it makes me wonder if, you know that they have to go back and and they have my dog screaming right now i kind of heard a little bit but it's very faint good um i gotta um, do a diaper change mid podcast so don't mind me okay well we can pause it real quick i can just lay her down right here it's no biggie so we are back from that little hiatus (laughs) (laughs) um now who in the so who do you think is more right in wanting to start the fight in the valpori or the collins because i mean there is the rule of the um what do they call the children that the um oh my god that it's not non the non-bit child what is it but you, you know what i'm talking about i do yeah so it, so they're coming in i, I mean, libby found a rattle i'm so sorry no you're fine i've got my dog screaming over here you've got a rattle over there i mean it's gonna be fun to edit later this is the real life scenario. I know. Not all podcasters have um, studios to just like blur, blur out the noise. God. I used to have, um, I used to use one of the spare bedrooms as like, I called it like a pod loft. And then we just put more shit into there and I'm no mm. longer able to go in there because I have nowhere to set everything anymore. Mm. So I lost my space. Sad. So, so either, um, normally I do it on the table that I have out in the dining room, but I've got stuff all over that. So, yeah. 
so it's fun here. Oh, thank God the water's done. Um, with the with the Valtori and the Collins coming in of 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 who do you think is more in the right and wrong and and even if there's not a lot of, I mean obviously a lot of people are gonna say the Collins. I mean, and that's my thing is too is like they have more to fight for. I think the Valtori get bored because they've been around what thousands of years, right? So they, I think they just need a, a little more entertainment. Um, also, I think the Volturi are really trying to get new players in there. Obviously, they had their eye on Alice. They had their eye on Edward. Um, I'm sure they would have taken any of them. What was that? Bella now, too, since they know and, what they can do. Right. Okay, I'll hold you. I'll hold you. Okay. And, and, um, and I think the Valtori with them... Um, you know they'll go in and they'll wipe anyone out that they feel and and they've said they will wipe anyone out that they feel is a danger to them like, and they have oh yeah which is what those two i want to suck your blood ones um um the brothers yeah they were from uh transylvania right something like that for some I reason they were for some reason, I have like the last name Romanov coming into my head, and I don't think that's correct. So they I'm were not sure. They might have been Romanian. That's it. It's Romania, which I would love to go there because they have legit vampire castles. That would be so cool to see. Isn't there where like Vlad the Vlad the Impaler is from, or or is that more of? I'm not sure specifically. I know is Vlad the one who's considered like who's based off of the whole um count dracula like is he that one like because there's a guy they base count dracula off of i think vlad the impaler was who they traced um who they um not traced but uh inspired dracula from inspired that's right i so that's where his castle is so that must be um i know i've had a couple friends go there hold on let me readjust for baby i've had a couple friends visit and it just just the photos they take of the outside make you like terrified so i can't imagine because i mean where in the u.s can you find a legitimate castle nowhere nowhere you can't, you can't. No. we have got we've got some old stuff but not that old no no because no. what uh the oldest buildings in the u.s are what from the maybe 1600s we've got some um 16 and 1500s out out here in boston for sure um some of the gravestones are pretty old too they're almost you can't even read them anymore i mean we've got like mayflower you know people who hopped off on the mayflower and things like that but it it's nothing in comparison to what's out in europe like which is crazy to think about because out here you know a 1602 headstone that's old, but like, yeah, you like said, there's castles. You can find anything from probably like 11, 15, probably. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it's, it's nuts. Definitely odd. Like, it would be a bucket list thing for me. My dad went to a Germany 
years, years and years ago and stayed at a castle and the dungeons were just like, so he called them like cryptic, like just like he, he thought it was like a movie set, you know, like just how incredible just the dungeons were and the, they had like a gate to get like a, not, is it a drawbridge? Is that the right word? I think so. To get into it. It was just, it's very cool. Yeah. And it, it makes me wonder in the entire Twilight series, if there was a, how, how in, if you take the, I don't know if you've ever seen any of the Underworld movies. I haven't. Okay. But in that, you know, you get to meet the creator of all vampires and werewolves. And it makes me wonder if in the Twilight series, if there's ever been a creator or if they just always existed. Yeah, they don't really dive into that, do they? They, it just, it just, it's what it is. Like you get to see certain makers, but that's it. Well, and they discuss the, is it, how do you say, Quiliad? Quiliad? The wolf tribe, a little, yeah, a little bit more. But they, the only thing with the vampires that they just appeared, the cold ones, as they called them. So it just, there's not as much of a history, which would be a cool spin to like find out what, you know, in that world of Twilight, did, did they all come from Transylvania or is it something where, you know? Yeah, or or were they based more on where the Volturi is, which that's Italy. Yes, yeah. So. Which Harley is there or was there? Yeah, it was she, taking uh, photos. I right now, I just saw her last snap. Mm-hmm. She had photos in some of the Twilight, like the um, the square the fountain and the um the clock tower. It's like real. I'm like, oh my god. She's like, Sam, there's more happening here than Twilight things. <laughs> so I'm like, listen, I'm on a podcast this week. That's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about Twilight for the past month, and it's kind of and after this, it's kind of be nice to just kind of like not have to think about twilight because like on these long series that's all you think about just like okay this 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 and now it's kind of just like i can decompress i can mm-hmm. do so what's the next you don't know the next book yet no we can do that right now i just gotta go get my thingy yay yay it turned real sharp and i wasn't paying attention to what i was doing and i slammed my hand into the wall oh no okay so how i pick the next series is with this. <gasps> Fun! So all I have to do is just spin them around and then figure it out. Do you usually have this on the podcast? I feel like I don't usually hear it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It's very, um, with the new microphone, it's very faint. Okay. But um, with a new computer, I have to go back to my old ones that hopefully isn't going to do any weird thing. Because I bought I bought a new microphone. It was like a $60 microphone. I'm just like, okay, I'll try this. It's mm-hmm. not compatible with the site that I use to, or with Anchor. It's not compatible with Anchor. So oh. I have to send it back. Oh my God. So okay. while I am... Um, mixing these up i'm going to do a quick where you can find me so you can find me on instagram 
and Twitter at Not Your Normal Books Podcast. You can also email me at notyournormalbooks at gmail.com. Any thoughts and feelings, any book suggestions, uh, your own takes on them. Uh, so so that the next book easy. Nine First Dates by Jennifer Ryder. It's a standalone. Huh. I've never heard of it. So now I need to look it up. Yeah. It's a very, very, I'll put it in the chat of. I just started reading Yes, Please by Amy Poehler. It's kind of, I've been on like a documentary-ish kick. Mm -hmm. So there's that if you want to look that up. Okay, I will. I'm finally starting to read again after baby, which is nice. Mm -hmm. But um, I was reading more like mommy to be books, like doc, not document, like more mommy to be kind of um, like I read Jenny McCarthy's and Maya Rudolph's since mm -hmm. Maya mentioned Amy Poehler's book. It's really funny. She has some Amy Poehler's funny though. So. Yeah. that would make sense I I I'm okay with reading some non-fiction books but I'm not wait yeah I always for some reason get them messed up non-fiction is real life fiction is not real well don't you I guess I, I guess fiction means yeah but you would think a non would make it non-real you know <laughs> so it it always confuses me but with with books like that with like um basically like uh autobiographical i'm probably not pronouncing that right at all like, i think you were autobiographical yes um with those books i'm so so about them like i've read all of chelsea handler's books which mm -hmm. are really funny and then i just kind of got off of that kind of off of that so i'm just like I want to read something that, you know, could happen in real life, but doesn't really have any um, realness to it. So then anything that's heartbreaking, I know isn't true. I get that. I feel like during the holidays, that's what I want to. I don't want necessarily like real world stuff, but I think since I became a mom and I'm doing lots of research and trying to like learn as much, I'm in that, like, get more information, get, like, get people's, um, personal experience on things but I get that I feel like you're you go through like waves of what you're wanting to read and when you try to read a book and you're not in that mindset it's just not going to work yeah. you know I have I have two notebooks I'm going through right now they are my TBR list to be read and mm -hmm. there are so many that I'll try to read and I can't get into it and a lot of it is, I mean anything for me it's not so much the subject matter well yeah it's the subject matter but sometimes I'm just like it's too dry I can't get into it anything like like that I'm just like I can't do Bless you. Bless you. no I agree it's I actually really miss reading but I just physically couldn't do it because I wasn't sleeping so it, it is nice it is nice to escape into a book yeah. once in a while I have so many too that I just, and I, I used to buy the books that I wanted to read, 
-hmm. And because I didn't have a library that I loved. Now I have a library that I love. So it's nice. I feel like I can actually read more and not be like having to buy because books are more expensive now too. So, you know, I do a lot of the, um, books that I cover, they're actually mostly all done by, uh, independent authors. Mm. So it, it's kind of nice so a lot of these you can't find in libraries or anything else like that and it's all on kindle so mm-hmm. yeah do you have a kindle yeah i yeah. have a kindle so i have the oh damn it it's out in the kitchen but i've got a harry potter case for it that looks like the marauder map you'll have to send me a picture when we're done so i can see it mm-hmm. i know sam has a kindle and she loves it too yeah I, I highly recommend it. And then I, I, I will always recommend getting Kindle Unlimited. It's like $11 a month, but you can get 20 books for free. And then anytime that you want a new book, if you're at that 20, all you have to do is return it. So it's kind of like library books. You keep them as long as you want, and then you return them when you're done. Well, and I know a lot of libraries have free programs that you can sign up and just download the, li- the book for free too, which is nice, but yeah, I, I kind of want to get through the books I have physically, and then maybe I'll consider a Kindle. I just can't have nice things anymore with her. So it's like my phone's like just, you know, I almost don't want another screen that she can potentially like grab yet. Got it. No, I, I understand. Yeah. Um, and my nephew is right now obsessed with screens of any sort. Like we were talking to him. I I didn't have to work Wednesday so I my mom was talking to him and I went up and I'm looking at him and he just takes the phone and he starts just running around so all we see is his face and then everything just bobbing oh before I forget are you getting a hotel room for the wedding sorry this is not podcast related I'll I'll take this out um I need to yeah I haven't done it yet but I need to that's a fine. Just book it sooner than later because they're starting to book up. My whole family is coming. A lot of my family from here, which is wonderful, but mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that. And then they have a big basketball tournament happening in Fremont that weekend. So mm-hmm. I think the hotels are starting to book up. So you can you can book a room for free and you can cancel it 24 hours in advance. So if you just want to put one on hold just in case, and then if you don't need it, you know, obviously like please drink because we have a lot of alcohol and we in-laws are buying. So <laughs> well you know you know when all of us get together I mean it's we 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 party and it's been a long time yeah since we've all been together I mean like I invited Phil I invited all the Columbus girls I mean we I'm hoping everyone is there Mego you know the whole gang so hopefully everyone can come because I think the last time we actually did any big party together face-to-face was I want to say your bachelorette party was the last time we had a big party because like I'm going to take your bridal shower out of it because like it was it was a shower it wasn't like a yeah, party it was party a, yeah for the bachelorette party yeah we really haven't even had the chance to I mean oh, with COVID and everything being locked down and then you guys <laughs> weren't allowed to leave Boston for a little while mm-hmm. and then I got pregnant yeah and got scared of the world so yeah fun times memories <laughs> I have to put her to bed soon so if you have any other things you want to talk about let me know no I think we are golden on this so I'll get this all edited and then um, it'll come out Saturday night at midnight so technically Sunday morning this was so fun oh, 
I want to, I'll do, I'll guess anytime as long as I've read the book, obviously, but. Well, I think the only other books that I have that you would possibly have read would be the Harry Potter series. Yeah. You haven't done it yet? No, I haven't done it yet. Um, I, but I do want to do, this is something that I want to do. And I know that, um, after your, um, um, bridal shower when we were in the hot tub um I had talked about first starting this podcast and I talked about how wanting I wanted to do kind of like a a thing on on 50 shades but I don't want to talk I don't want to do so much of books but like talk about like how things could be different like almost like a psychological standpoint of how you know if he if Elaine didn't um groom him mm-hmm. then he probably would have turned into either a um an addict or a killer yeah so I kind of want to do something like that so if that's something that you're interested in heck yeah all right so as Josh likes to say any 50 shades of gray thing that happens during the day he usually gets some at night so because <laughs> it gets me in the mood <laughs> Good, good to know so um I'll think of when that is and then get a date set up for that that probably won't be in for another couple months so it's just yeah. so then I can get some more stuff done on this no that's awesome I've been listening as much as I can I try to do it on car rides when I have okay. a minute so there's a couple books you mentioned that I wrote down I couldn't tell you the titles but I'm like those sound actually interesting so it's been good I, I love listening to you 